ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. And thank you for subscribing to the latest edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm 12 Kyle. Check this out. (laughs) On this episode, what I want to talk about is embarrassing moments um we all you all all of us myself included have had embarrassing moments um i came to this because i was listening to a podcast the other day i I listen to quite a few podcasts and this particular podcast that i was listening to um the host talked about where he had a moment that was very embarrassing and actually was kind of funny. Um, You know, without me going into details, uh, it just made me think like, when's the last time I've been embarrassed? And, you know, (laughs) the cool part of me wanted to say, well, Hey, you've never been embarrassed, but that's a lie. We've, we've all been embarrassed about something, right? I mean, I've, I told you guys on this podcast many, many, many episodes ago about the time when I was uh, was like tenth grade where I shot a loaded gun into in the house. Uh, you know that's pretty embarrassing, but I mean, you know that's well, that's probably more stupid than it is embarrassing. But you get the point, right? But it got me to thinking about some of my more embarrassing moments, and much like you, I have them. And I'm going to share a few with you on this podcast. Um, Let me see. Embarrassing. Oh, all right. So (laughs) as many of you know, or maybe some of you don't know, like I played football in high school. I played as a freshman, junior, freshman, sophomore, junior, and senior. So I played all four years of high school. I played my first two years, my freshman and sophomore year, I was on the JV team and my junior and senior year, I was on the varsity team. It was all region, went on to play at South Carolina State University. Um, it was pretty good, you know, <laughs> if I do say so myself. Um, and I prided myself, even not being a young man of a very of, of a lot of height <laughs> five seven uh to be a stretch um but even at five seven I, I considered myself to be very athletic and i had an embarrassing moment on the football field uh i'll never forget this i was on the jv team i was in the 10th grade and we were playing against a team in our region. It was a region game and it was against a team called Myrtle Beach. Now, I'm sure many of you have heard, you may not have heard of the high school Myrtle Beach, but you've heard of the place Myrtle Beach is a popular tourist attraction in the state of South Carolina. I grew up in Florence, South Carolina. I went to Wilson High School in Florence, South Carolina. So Wilson is playing against Myrtle Beach, right? I'm on a JV team and, um, you know, JV, I was, I was pretty decent. I wasn't like I ain't really get nasty until I got to high until I got to like as a on a on varsity. Like I I wasn't nasty. <laughs> My game wasn't nasty. Uh 
at JV. I was really, you know, I've been playing football since I was eight years old, uh, but I was good. I could catch. I played wide receiver and I played cornerback, but most, wide receiver is mostly my position. So we we're playing against Myrtle Beach and, you know, it's it's a pretty decent game. We're going back and forth. I can't even remember the score, but I, th- I think we were ahead at the time. And coach calls this play and the play calls for me to uh, run a post pattern. Post pattern, basically you go up the field and then you get about 10 yards and then you go diagonal at an angle. Um, it's a deep route, if you will, just for those of you who don't understand football. Um, so up until this point, I think I may have had one catch in that game. Um, so I'm chomping at the bit because, one, the kid who on Myrtle Beach's team who was playing against me, he was talking trash. And I always made it a point in football, like, I don't talk. Like, I never talk to my opponent. Never talk trash. I mean, like, I, I may not even acknowledge that you even st- are standing there. Like, I am football. I never said anything to anybody on the opposing team because, quite honestly, my focus wasn't necessarily the person in front of me because, honestly, the way I saw the game, like, you're just a color, right? I, I'm not focused on you. I'm focused on doing my job. So, if my job is to catch the ball, my job is to catch the ball. I, I'm not worried. You know, it's about me. It's it's about me getting open. It's about me catching the ball. It's about me scoring a touchdown. It's not about anything else. Um, it's about me doing whatever I can to help the Wilson Tigers win a football game. And that was my job. So, um, <laughs> so in this particular night, man, again, we're we're leading and kid from Myrtle Beach, he's talking trash. He says something about we weren't good or I wasn't good or something. I, I mean, it honestly, he could have been Charlie Brown's teacher because that's what I heard. <laughs> I didn't hear nothing else. I, I don't know what he was talking about or nothing. But anyway, so on this particular pass play, uh, it calls me to run a post pattern. And, um, you know, I come to the line of scrimmage. I see what kind of defense that they're in. Well, at this particular time, they're in man coverage. And I know they're in man coverage because the guys on me, the safety is over the tight end. And the other receiver, I think, was Robbie. Yeah, I think Robbie was either Robbie or Corey with the other receiver on the other side. And um, the cornerback was covering him. So it's man coverage. So it's just me and this guy. This guy who's been talking all this trash, you know, and I'm like, if I got man coverage, I know I got him. I know I got him. He is, he is toast. He is toast. I'm about to burn this dude because at this point, it's just a foot race. All the quarterback has to do is get the ball there, right? So break the huddle. When man coverage, when I get to the line of scrimmage, I check with the official and say, I'm on, I'm on. He clears me, right? So the ball is snapped. I give him a couple of moves at the line because he's playing me tight, which I'm like, <laughs> hey, man, oh, you're not going to play me. You Now, if you want to play man coverage, that's fine, but you're not going to play me tight. 
I mean, it was almost like bump and run. I'm mean, I'm using football terms here, but let's just for the folks who don't know or don't understand, he was very he was very close to the line of scrimmage. He was up on me. So I shook him at the line of scrimmage. <laughs> and um I'm running, I'm running, and I gave him a move. And then once I gave him the move, he disappeared. And I'm like, oh shit, this dude just fell. And so at this point, I'm open because there is no, and I could kind of look at my peripheral, there's nobody around me. So then the next thing I'm thinking is, okay, I'm open. The quarterback has to throw me the ball. And I look back and the quarterback sees me and he sees the DB go down, the cornerback go down and fall. And the next thing I know, I see that brown football with the white stripes flying through the friendly skies <laughs> and is coming towards me. And I'm like, hell yeah. I'm about to score a touchdown. It would be the first touchdown that I've ever scored in high school. Not the first touchdown I've ever scored, because I, I scored a lot of touchdowns when I played Little League football. But this is my first, this is gonna be my first JV touchdown. So the ball is in the air and it's coming towards me. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, okay. And it's 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 weird because like you know that all you have to do is catch the ball and you score, right? But you also know that, you know, the priority of a receiver is to first and foremost, catch the ball. <laughs> I mean, you can't score a touchdown if you don't catch the ball. So anyway, the ball's in the air and it's coming down. It's coming down. It's coming down. And it hits my hands and I catch it. And I hear the crowd roar. And I'm running and I'm running. And then, because at this point, there's nobody around me. I am clearly going to score my first touchdown. I just ran a pass pattern. I made the guy in front of me fall. I caught the ball. The quarterback threw it to me on point. No issues. I caught it. At this point, I'm at about the 20-yard line, I guess, and I've only got 20 more yards to score. But something embarrassed ha embarrassing happens to me. As I'm running, my right foot kicks my left foot. And I begin to stumble. And I'm thinking to myself, there is no way in hell that you should be falling. But before I know it, I'm falling to the earth. <laughs> and I fall on the ground. And for those of you who don't understand the rules, in college football and in high school football, once you fall on the ground, you're down and the play is over. 
doesn't happen like that in the pros. If the pros, if nobody, if a defender does not touch you, you can fall to the ground, get back up, and continue running. It doesn't work that way in high school and college. So I had what would have been a 75 yard touchdown pass turn into a 55 to five yard pass because I tripped and fell and I was 20 yards short of the goal line. Talk about embarrassing. (laughs) I was so embarrassed. The only thing you could hear was, oh, and I hear my dad out of everybody in the entire stadium. I hear my dad yelling. You got to stay on your feet. <laughs> he said something like, I, I just know I heard his voice. And I mean, like, it's not like he has a distinct voice, but I heard my dad. Right. I can't believe I. And again, I am. I'm a very athletic guy. And I trip over my own damn feet. How? I don't know how the football guys let this happen to me, but I'd have to wait some more time before I would get my first touchdown in high school. But that was embarrassing. Very embarrassing. In fact, like if you meet any of my teammates from back then, from JV, if I, I'll put it like this. If I saw one of my teammates from JV tomorrow, they'd mention that. Man, do you remember that time we played against Myrtle Beach and you had that touchdown and you fell? <laughs> embarrassing, man. Very embarrassing. Um, what was another embarrassing? Oh, oh, oh. Tanya. Mm, 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 mm. All right. So when I was in college at South Carolina State University, um, you know. I got to know quite a few people. Quite a few people got to know me. Again, I played football in college. I was a high-visibility kid. You know, a lot of people knew me. I'm not going to sit here and say I knew a lot of people, but, you know, I knew quite a few. Anyway, I pride myself on being pretty good with names, Um, very good with faces. Uh, At least I used to be. Now I'm not... Now I remember faces. I don't remember names. Like, unless you told me what your name was yesterday, I'm probably not going to (laughs) remember. But I I never forget a face. So anyway, I want to say I was a sophomore. Yeah, it's like my sophomore year in in, in college. And, you know, full disclosures before I met my wife. (laughs) In case any of you haters over there trying to trying to calculate, see if if uh, 12 was creeping. No, I wasn't. Um, But. I was a sophomore in college and I remember going to this party and this party was at this place called Foxy 44. (laughs) Foxy 44 was a club off campus that we used to go to and Foxy 44 at one point was a church. (laughs) Well, well, let me take that back. It wasn't a church called Foxy, but the building where Foxy 44 was, Used to be a church. <laughs> but they changed it to a club and we used to go there and party all the time. Uh shout out to Foxy 44. 
Um, so anyway, we went to this, we went to Foxy 44 and I was with one of my boys and we met a couple of girls and one of the girls, well, my boy met this girl. Let's just say her name for, to protect the guilty. Let's say her name is Stephanie. She had a friend named Tanya and Tanya was real cute. And, you know, so we, we introduced ourselves, whatever like that. And she was a sophomore, you know, she's from, let's say she was from St. Louis. <laughs> um, anyway, real cool. We exchanged phone up dorm numbers because there were no cell phones. Um, and I think I called her maybe once or twice after that. We danced a little bit that night. Got called a couple of times. We chip, chopped it up. Nothing major, you know, typical college. Hey, get to know you, whatever, whatever. So maybe, a, my, maybe about two weeks after I saw her at Foxy 44, um, I saw her on campus. And she was walking by the library walking towards the library um and so i was walking in a different direction but when i saw her i was like yo let me go over here and speak to tanya because i really you know i ain't really you know i ain't really mac you know i i just you know kind of kept it general but you know at the time I, I wasn't really ready to mac but it was it was time for the meac mac it was I, I was it was time for me to start you know talking to her right <laughs> so <laughs> um she's headed toward and i mean like i guess the best way i can describe our campus like where she was on campus and where she was headed like there was no other direction for her to go but to the library so i already made up in my mind that she was going to the library and i'm behind her and so um you know, we're walking, we're walking, and she's probably about maybe 20 yards ahead of me, maybe maybe 30 yards ahead of me. And I'm like, yo, I got to get to her before, uh, you know, she goes into the library because I ain't really want to go in the library. And then, you know, y'all know how it is. Like, you can't Mac in the library. <laughs> like you have to dump off it you have to jump off into one of those rooms or something like that you can't you can't really mad you got to be quiet in the library so something said like yo you need to go holler at tanya before you know she goes in this library but here's the problem this particular day there was mad people outside just hanging out kicking it or whatever like that and where our library sits the band hall um where our band uh the marching 101 the world excuse me the world renowned marching 101 from south carolina state university uh they were outside practicing i think they were getting ready to hit the field or whatever like that for band practice and so it was so it was a lot of noise and commotion and stuff and then there's a dorm right there by the library and so a, a, a girl's dorm shout out to williams hall and so it's a lot of noise so i'm like i'm gonna have to call her name before she goes into it because again i'm trying i'm walking fast i'm not I almost started running, but I was like, nah, let me let me just chill. Let me just call. So I'm like, hey yo, Tanya. Hey yo, Tanya. And she keeps walking. And I'm like, damn, she don't hear me. And I mean, that's natural because again, you got the band over here, you got girls hanging out, you know, there's a lot of noise. 
hang, hanging out in front of Williams Hall, you know, whatever, whatever. So I'm like, all right, let me just get a nice little jog or whatever like that. So I'm getting a nice little job. And I'm getting closer and closer to her, to her. And then so I decide to call her again. Tanya. And she still don't turn around. So I speed walk and she kind of slows down because she's literally getting closer and closer to the library door. And I said, Tanya, Tanya. And she's still not turning around. And then so I tap her on the shoulder. Just she's probably about five feet away from the library door. I tap her on the shoulder because I'm like, why is this girl ignoring me? Like it ain't like she had some Beats headphones or something like that because there were no Beats headphones in 1992. Right. I tap her on the shoulder. She turns around. It ain't Tanya. And as I'm tapping her on the shoulder, I'm like, Tanya, Tanya. And she turns around. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. And she was like, what do you want? Who are you? And when she said, who are you? She kind of snatched back like, who are you? And I was embarrassed. Because by this time, some of the band people saw me some of the girls who were standing in front of Williams Hall saw me and then there were a couple of kids standing out in front of the library that saw all of this transpire so they were like all I heard was ooh like she dissed me like ooh and I was like oh I'm sorry I thought you were somebody else and she was like, and you know, I had, like I said, I had a nice little jog or whatever like that. And so I'm not, I ain't out of breath, but I'm, you know, I, you could kind of tell I'd been, you know, moving rapidly, <laughs> moving ex- expeditiously to get to her. And so when she snatched back and was like, you know, what do you want like that? And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I, I thought you were someone else. She said, you ain't got to be running up on me. You don't know me. <laughs> oh, man. So I, at this point, I got one or two choices. I can either play it cool and, you know, keep it moving. Or I can cuss her ass out. <laughs> I played it cool. Y'all know me better than that. I'm not. I don't even get down. There ain't even my steez. I don't even get down like that. In fact, what what would I cuss her out for? It, it ain't her fault. It's, that was my mistake. I thought it was Tanya, but it wasn't. And that was embarrassing. Like I, And what was wild was like there was literally nowhere to run, nowhere to hide. Like I couldn't go in the library because she's in the library. I couldn't like walk back towards Williams Hall because... Some people saw it. You know, I couldn't stand in front of the library and, and pull out my cell phone because there were no cell phones. I couldn't go near the band hall because some of the band people saw it. So I just I just put my head down and I walked back to my dorm. Embarrassed. Embarrassed to the fullest. Um so yeah, that was the thing. Um, let me see one more. Oh, 
this was embarrassing. <laughs> so as some of you know, maybe a few of you remember, um, at one point in time, I was a little league football coach. I coached my son, Cameron, uh, from the age of Cameron was, I think he started playing ball at five. So from five to 10, uh, I was his uh, football coach. And I loved um, Cameron's our middle son. Uh, at the time of this recording, he's 20. So that was, so the story I'm, I'm about to tell you is like 10 years old. Uh, wow. It's crazy. Cause yeah, he was, this, this was a, he was 10 years old when this happened. Um, so, so we had, uh, we had football practice one day and again, I loved, I loved coaching Cameron. I love coaching the kids that I coached and, you know, love all those kids, man. Those kids were, were, uh, beams of sunlight for me. Um, and I enjoyed, I literally, cause I, I mean, you guys know me, I love the game of football. It's my first love. And so I, you know, thoroughly enjoyed coaching Cameron and being out there with those kids and I would do anything for the kids. And so I ne I'll never forget. There was one day where, um, uh, I was, I was one of the assistant coaches and our head coach, he was, he had to go, he had to do something for the league or something. So he was at practice but then he ended up having to leave practice to go get some paperwork or something to the front office or something. I don't know. Anyway, he had to do some type of administrative type stuff. So he was like, Hey coach, coach 12, can you run the um, scout team offense? And basically what that is, is if you're running a scout team offense, you're the dummy offense for you're 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 the basically the practice <laughs> how can I explain it? the practice dummies for the defense so you you have a skeleton offensive team and you're going against the defense you're just kind of giving the de the starting defense a good look right so the team that we were playing against we had you know play we had some of their plays drawn up and stuff and so the scout team offense would run those plays against our first team defense so our second string offense would go against our first string defense with you know running the plays of our upcoming opponent basically in a nutshell so this particular day our scout team quarterback was not at practice so our head coach he was running i mean as he was running the offense but the scout team offense but he was actually he was the actual quarterback now he wasn't out there throwing the ball or anything it was just handoffs and Stuff like that, just him running offense. Um, and so when he asked me to step in for him, he was like, hey, can you run the, the scout team offense? I was under the assumption that he meant run that part of practice. But then I realized that, you know, the scout team quarterback wasn't there or the second string quarterback wasn't at practice. So I'd have to become the de facto quarterback. No problem. I've done it before. And so... <laughs> We were getting ready to, um, this was coming close, closer toward the end of, end of practice. And so there was a play that was drawn up where it called for a quarterback bootleg. And I want to kind of explain this to people who don't know what a bootleg is. A bootleg is when you 
in this instance, the play was supposed to be going to the right and I was supposed to bootleg to the left. So I'm faking a handoff to the running back going to the right. And the entire offense goes to the right. I fake the handoff. And instead of handing the ball off to the running back, I turn around and run to the left, you know, kind of disguising the ball and, you know, trying to confuse our defense. Well, on this particular play, you know, we were trying to make sure that the defense was getting a good look or what have you. And I'm out there, you know, we're at practice again. I'm in, it was, it was, it was probably like mid-October. That's like mid-October. So I, I know I got on, you know, my cleats, I got on my sweats, you know, I'm in football game. I'm looking like a coach, right? So I twist my hat on backwards and everything. <laughs> and so Again, we're coming up on, you know, the last couple of plays of practice because it's just starting to get dark or what have you. Uh, <laughs> and I know King Jumbo will appreciate this. So I'm the defecto quarterback. So I get under center. And I, I this particular play, again, we're, tr- we're running this to try to confuse our defense. And I just told, you know, the defensive players, hey, Stay where you're supposed to be, you know, watch everything. And I wanted to see if the defensive end would, you know, basically crash or chase after the ball. So I snapped the ball. I faked the handoff and everybody's going right. Every All of the offense is going right and the defense is going right. Everybody except the defensive end. The defensive end, as I turn and reverse pivot, I'm headed to the because the ball was on like the three yard line. And so that means we're about to score. And I told him, I said, hey, if we score on this play, you guys have to run extra laps. And so nobody wanted to run extra laps. Right. So I faked the handoff and the, the defensive end doesn't bite on the handoff. And so he's giving chase to me as I turn around and bootleg towards the left. And so, you know, I'm a grown man, you know. I got a little bit more. I got actually, I got a lot more speed than these little 10 year olds. And so I'm like, okay, well, you know, he's chasing me. So let me just turn on the jets just a little bit. You know, I don't have to give him the full jet power. And I go to turn on the jets. And so I start running a little bit faster than I had been running. And the next thing I hear is a pop. I literally hear a pop. And I have never heard my body pop before. In fact, I wasn't even certain it was my body, but I heard a pop. The first thing I heard was a pop. And the next thing I felt was an excruciating pain coming from my lower loins. At that moment, I realized that I just popped my groin. Groin is area in between your thighs. (laughs) No, it's not your penis, but it's in in that area, like your groin. I mean, like, you know what your groin, I mean, come on, look it up. You know what a groin is. I literally popped my groin running from a 10-year-old. 
And it was at that moment, like, my body just said, hey, man, you too old for this shit. What are you doing? And the next few seconds became so embarrassing because it was at that moment that I felt like, I mean, uh, granted, knock wood. I've never been shot. I don't ever want to get shot. I've heard about how painful it is to be shot. I literally felt like someone shot me because at that moment that I heard that pop and at that second moment where I felt that sting, I literally crumbled to the earth. I fell down because, again, I just popped my groin. There's no more running. There's no more nothing. And not only did I fall down, but I dropped the football. So in the midst of me dropping the football as I'm falling to the earth to writhe in pain, these little 10-year-olds <laughs> picked up the ball and ran in the other direction. And I didn't even care. <laughs> I was in so much pain. And like the kids, they were so happy that they, because obviously now the defense, they take the ball the other way and they score a touchdown. And I just hear the, the team going crazy. And I hear one of the coaches say, oh, no, Coach 12 is down. <laughs> I mean, I literally was on the ground in the fetal position in pain. When I got up, actually, I didn't. I didn't even get up. I think it's it's it. Honestly, y'all, it felt like those little kids left me down, left me on the ground for like five minutes. <laughs> like everybody ran to the other end, and nobody was paying me any attention. It felt like that. It was probably about a minute. So then they finally came back to check on old boy, and i'm on the ground i got grass and dirt on my face because i i can't move my my groin is popped and so they i hear somebody say hey coach hey coach are you okay and before i could say something one of the other kids said no he's not okay he's old Now, keep in mind, my 10-year-old son, Cameron, is on the team. Cameron didn't even come back to check on his dad. He was a part of the defense that was celebrating on the end of, other end of the field. And so I'm still laying on the ground, writhing in pain. And so a couple of coaches come over to help me up and say, Coach, you okay? I said, yeah, I popped my groin. And so you sure? I was like, trust me, I... I popped my groin. It was so embarrassing. It's funny now, but it's embarrassing because I'm going to let y'all in on a little secret. I played Little League football. I played JV football. I played high school football. I played college football. And I've never popped my groin. Never. But on this one day at practice with a bunch of 10-year-olds, I popped my groin. And I was able to get to my feet and walk. You know, but I was, I was done. Like, I was like, I cannot play. And what was funny was 
I remember once I stood up, I felt a little, t- <laughs> I felt a little tear. <laughs> you ever seen that movie uh, uh, Glory with Denzel? And Denzel standing there, and he's got that one little tear trickling down his eye. <laughs> Oh, that was me, but I, I had to, I I had to man up. I had to wipe it away so 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 the kids didn't see me crying. But I was man, I felt like shit. It was oh my gosh, it was so embarrassing. The parents were like, "Coach, twelve, are you okay? Are you okay?" And I wanted to be like, "Man, hell no, I'm not okay. I'm in pain." And you know what's what's crazy is like, if you pop your groin or pull your groin, there's nothing literally that you can do. I mean, like you can. I mean, if if it's if you tear your now, you don't ever want to tear your groin. If you tear your groin, you can have surgery. But I mean, the only thing you can do, you know, if you pop your groin is just rest. Like you can't run, you can't do anything, you know, um, exercise or anything like that. You that's got to be minimal. The first, I, I I mean, like you can put ice on it or heat, but it that it that don't help much. Um. And so I think like the next day I didn't go to work. <laughs> um, yeah, I was out of commission. I was, I mean, I went to practice the next day, but I was, I was chilling. I think I sat the whole practice because I mean, like walking was okay, but anything outside of walking shit hurt. <laughs> so trying to run. Mm-mm. Yeah, man, it, 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 it it took me out of man listen it took me out of commission for about three weeks in the bedroom <laughs> too much information i know but still <laughs> three weeks i was done i could do that um but yeah that was embarrassing that was embarrassing uh we all have embarrassing moments um i gave you a few of mine if you really really like this podcast tell me about yours <laughs> so we can both laugh together that's gonna do it for me ladies and gentlemen thank you for checking out this edition of the 12 kyle podcast i'm your boy 12 kyle i will catch you next time Five thousand.